Paris, they call September la rentrée, the return. Citizens reclaim their city after fleeing the August heat. It's as though everyone is blinking awake, refreshed from an afternoon nap. Last autumn, I made a return to Paris after spending time at La Muse, a writer's retreat perched above a valley dense with oaks and chestnuts in the Black Mountains near Carcassonne. My own muse had ignored me for months. However, once I was installed at my desk in the monastic silence of an ancient stone house, I wrote like a dervish. After three weeks, I departed with 50,000 new words and pockets full of acorns gathered along the forest trails I'd hiked during my desk breaks. After such manic productivity, I had no expectations of Paris. It was pure reward. I watched as newly returned locals promenaded through markets in cashmere scarves, selecting mushrooms or figs with the tenderness they might use to caress a newborn. They dawdled past ponds, clicking photos of enfants in mini-me camel coats. They sauntered by the Seine. Being a fast walker, I sometimes feel self-conscious among the elegant flaneurs of Paris. Their city makes me rush from one beauty spot to another, speeding like an addict between the gorgeous and the breathtaking, refueling on new vistas or unexpected angles. I race to catch moments, in just the way I raced to trap words on the page for my first draft back at the retreat. But writing can't be all freefall. At some stage, there must also be deliberation and scrutiny. Because writing and walking are entwined for me, I've devised an exercise for when I need to remind myself there's a world of inspiration outside my own head. I call it looking walking, and it's for when I need to see below the surface of things, to discern detail, to peek sideways at life. I click photos, I amble, I slow. It's not easy, I resist putting on the brakes. But Paris had something to teach me last autumn. It had a lesson in looking. My first dawn threw a shimmer across the chalk white buildings and terracotta chimney pots outside my window. I ran down five flights of stairs hoping to catch that light and out onto empty streets. Wet stones sparkled as I sped along the river, overstimulated and overjoyed. Clouds parted to reveal Chagall blue. Gold leaves scattered. My heart and legs raced. Eventually though, I determined to slow, reining myself in, trying to recall the action of looking walking. On a lamppost, I saw a handwritten note from Polish Paulina seeking work. Any hours, all hours. Her words were tumbling and cramped, as though she'd rushed to pen them. Slow down. Slow. At the door of a church, I saw a slug crossing my path. Barely visible against black cobbles, it was making its way towards six pale pink rose petals lying crushed at the door. At the infant's school, I saw a timetable posted on the sandstone wall with subjects including pop-up, a origami. 
The children would each make their own individual book. They would tell a story that made sense of their world, as I hope to do. At a traffic sign, I looked up. Nestled into a space at the back of it was a plastic bag with something inside. Standing on tiptoe, I saw it was a book. There was no one about, it wouldn't be stealing, surely. I reached for the bag and found a pristine copy of a novel by a writer called Nicolas Fague. The title made me gasp. Tu verras, I read. You will see. I looked around for someone. I wanted to say that if this was a sign, then I understood it loud and clear. But I was alone with my unearned gift. Above the title was a sticker showing a cartoon of a little yellow book hurrying across a street and underneath a web address, bookcrossing.com. Inside, another sticker with a number and words saying the book had been left there to find a new reader and that if I went to the Book Crossing website and entered its details, I could discover who had left it for me. I'd always loved the idea of book crossing, but never believed I would locate a book out in the world. Maybe I'd never taken the time to really see. Later, I learnt that Tu Ferrat was one of 143 releases by someone called Ellie. So many gifts for so many strangers. The blurb on the back cover of the book ended with these words. Later, you will understand that it is for your good that I said this. You will see. <laughs> Thanks, Paris. Thanks, Book Crossing. Thanks, Ellie. I do see. <laughs>